The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra. Welcome to The Lifestyle Show with me, Tara Lockery Grant. Each week on the programme, we're going to bring you up close and personal with some of the most dynamic groundbreakers in Irish life. People who are making great strides in fashion, food, parenting, health, fitness, travel, motors, the list goes on. Any area of Irish life that you can think of, we're going to be there at the cutting edge. And this week, we're going to be talking to... It was a great year for Irish tourism in 2016. There was a lot of success there. But there's also going to be plenty of options for 2017 for Irish families to visit, you know, some off-the-beaten-track destinations that won't break the bank. Tyg Pivoy, he is RTE travel journalist who's travelled to over 40 countries. Bit of a European expert, I would say, Mr Pivoy. You could say that, you could say that. I've been to a fair few other places, done a bit in Asia, been to Central America, across North America as well, with a backpack on a bus. But yeah, Europe is my main thing for sure. Okay, one of the things that we really want to look at is, you know, Ireland was continually making headlines throughout the year for a number of reasons that we're going to get to. It really did rock travel in 2016 and we want to encourage people and families in particular to get booking for 2017, giving a little bit of advice looking backwards at why what was making the news and why it was and also then looking forward so that people can start planning for holidays for 2017. Yeah? That is exactly correct, yeah. Okay, so listen, you know, staycation, before we get into it, staycation means a couple of things to different people. It does indeed. Well, like the traditional thing of a staycation is that you're staying at home, basically, and you're taking a holiday within your house and going on short little nips to various attractions nearby. We're sort of taking a different slant on it. We're saying that a staycation is within Ireland, basically. So it's good stuff that you can do with your family, by yourself, with your partner for, you know, a little bit less than it might cost to, to get a flight to somewhere else, you know. Yeah, because that's the thing. I always find that with, you know, you're, you're, I've, I've stay home a lot, staycationing. In the modern sense of the word, it's a modern word, but even the even modern in the sense of the word in that staying in Ireland okay um, budget is a big thing big factor for a lot of us and it is something you often hear people say oh I stayed at home cost me a fortune could have got two weeks in Greece not always the case and also you don't get some of the attractions that you may have here so you know overall the figures for tourism 2016 were really impressive uh, yeah, they were. It was a really, really great year for Irish tourism. I mean, it always is. We're, we're one of the best places to travel for people both in Ireland and uh, people coming in from foreign countries. But there were a couple of things that really stood out this year. Game of Thrones is obviously filmed here in Northern Ireland largely, and it's become a major tourist attraction going to see the sites where it's filmed. And it's sort of exploded basically as a destination in that, in that sense in the last year or so where you can go around the country uh, either yourself or through um, organisations that run these specific tours to see the sites where it's filmed. Uh, there's about 20 different locations you can check out. Uh, the Old Castle Ward de Mesny, including Winterfell Castle, Rob's Camp, Walder Frey's Twins, Brianne's Tree Branch, uh, The Whispering Wood, and there's loads of other ones as well. Are all of, so, these, all of these are in Ireland? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you can basically do a behind-the-scenes uh, tour as well. You can go into the studios up in, in Belfast as well, and you can check it out there. So there's loads of different options with that. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, that's a big one to do. I am. I wonder how kid-friendly do you think all of that is? I think they're pretty much all kid-friendly, okay. to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still want to get that picture sitting on the, the, uh, the, the throne of swords. 
Did I just make Do up that turn. name? Make did, it happen. did I make up that name? Is that the right name? The Dark that? Ages is a really popular one. That's, really? Yeah, I think that's one of the ones a lot of people want to do. Have I've you done that yet? I haven't. Okay. I haven't. I've got some friends from Canada and they came over and did it recently and they loved it. See, that's the thing. You have all these people who nearly know more about Ireland than we do because we live here. Have you ever done the open top bus in town? I have. I have. I loved it actually. I think yeah, it's really good. I, I, I try and do it every city I go to. I love doing them. So yeah. do I. And, and yeah. you know what? Luckily, it's something that the kids, when they reach a certain age, they want to do because they, they've been in town. We walk in, get the Lewis or the bus, and they're used to seeing them so when it comes to that whatever birthdays normally around six or seven they're going I want to do that they want to do the Viking Splash they want to do the open tour bus they want to go and um, whether it's the, 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 there are loads of different options out there and mm. they or the, the you know the ghost train yeah. so there I love the idea of exploring your own home I think one of the best things about that as well on the open top you stop at Guinness's you stop at the the Jemison Distillery as well and obviously when you've got a kid you get an extra drink so you've got two for yourself which is always good you know <laughs> lemonade lemonade <laughs> but also I love that when you go to whether it's Cork or Galway or Kerry or, you know, just heading down our Donegal and the Wild Atlantic Way obviously has been a huge, another one, but that is a huge, huge attraction for people, isn't it? It's been huge. It's been a massive success for Fulch Ireland in terms of promoting the country. They obviously have the ancient Near East as well. Yes. But the Wild Atlantic Way is really, really taken off. Obviously, Donegal is on that. Did you it's just the go Wild Atlantic Way? I may have done. I may have done. Skipping over that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no I made that impossible. Now, my d- family, my daddy is Donegal. Uh, is a Donegal man. It's a beautiful place. And it's, uh, it's beautiful. And <laughs> so it really is, uh, although this year it made headlines. It certainly did. It certainly did. It got a really uh, a cool write-up uh, and tag, I suppose, from National Geographic, which is obviously go-to for all travellers in terms of what's next and what's happening in travel. So they basically said it was the coolest place to live in the world. Um, and that's going to be a shot in the arm for its service industry, if anything is. Uh, the reason they decided that was they got the, the National Geographic contributors together uh, to work out what was going to be you know, the next big thing coming in travel, and they worked out that Donegal it was remote, uh, but it was still a brilliant place. And those two things combined made it on the cusp of becoming a major travel destination. A couple of things they picked out they really liked were the beaches, the sea stacks offshore, and also the offshore islands, which sort of gave it, a, in their opinion, an undiscovered feel, which is what they always look for in a travel destination. And it kind of seems fair enough to me. I love it. Sleeve League, for me, is one of the most beautiful places in Ireland. You know what? It was talking to you getting ready for this that I, I hadn't been. I haven't been. So I, I, I thought I know I knew Donegal pretty well. I, I, Inishon Peninsula is where my dad's from. I've also been over to the west and Donegal town over the years. And because when, when we were growing up, a huge number of people were always talking about Kerry. Now, the Troubles obviously played a role in why a huge amount of people were not travelling up that part of the country. But we always did. So whether we were able to go through the north or if there were Troubles were bad, we'd go around and in via Sligo. A long, long journey on those old roads, but I love it's just so beautiful, and I'm delighted to see Donegal getting its time in the spotlight. Ah, uh, for sure, for sure, it is it, it is underrated, and for that sense, for all those reasons you mentioned, the troubles probably kept people away from Ulster for a long period. That's that's obviously over now, yeah. and things are very much changing. Uh, it, the coastline is the thing that always blows me away specifically in Sleeve League for example is a short drive from, from Donegal Town so you can sort of take in Donegal Town Great. there's a couple of amazing hotels there uh, Loch S Castle would probably be my favourite oh, there now to be honest Is that the Madonna spot? I'm not sure if Madonna went there Maybe if she did it was a good choice Yeah, yeah, yeah I went there anyway I didn't see her when I was there yeah. though well, Whatever Madonna Boy has been there What we're doing if you're just joining us is we're counting down through some of the really top staycations from 2016 giving you an idea of where you can book for you and your family for next year and what to look out for So we've had Game of Thrones at number one two Donegal coolest place to live in the world which is National Geographic pretty savage accolade as you said Tyke and that brings us nicely into number three because of course 
course of Star Wars. It is indeed. Star Wars, ever popular and obviously making new films. Now, they were filming in Donegal this year. It was one of two locations they used in Ireland. They used Kerry as well. So it's great for Donegal. They've got the National Geographic Accolade and Star Wars. It's kind of two combined into one, uh, which is amazing for them. And I guess... Film buffs, it appeals to, you know, sci-fi film fans, it appeals to as well. But, like, Star Wars is such a major brand. It obviously goes way, way beyond that. Um, And the appeal of having a film of that magnitude, I suppose, film there makes it, it's a huge boost again for their tourism. It absolutely, but also, do you know what else I really noticed years ago? So we were holidaying a lot in Kerry and in Clare and around. And I had heard that Ryan's Daughter had been made in and around there because, you know, it was one of those films that it didn't do well at the time. David Lean film, it came, became huge as we know over the years even though I still think it that was such a mega lost opportunity because the school building did you know this is still there on the site they built a huge city what like, town sorry, is it again they big a big a, built a big site um on uh, there at the time of the whole big main street yeah. they built actual buildings on that coastline and now to find them you need to ask a local who, who knows their stuff and you need to get out park the car Drapes over a couple of fields. You're hoping that it's you know it's all right and passageway to get there, and then you find that the school building is still standing, uh, looking out at some of the most beautiful cliffs in the world. And I just think it's one of those places that could have become as big as the Game of Thrones, Star Wars locations are these days. Missed opportunity. Somebody should yeah, get in there. Yeah, that yeah. could be it's you. It's not time. too late. That could be my, my next business plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, next up, the Condé Nast accolade. Quick word on oh, yeah, Kerry sorry, before go, we move on. Go. We didn't we didn't mention Kerry enough there to carry people be angry. You know what? <laughs> Carry people angry. Yeah, so they, they filmed in Skellig Michael uh, Star Wars. That was the the, the location yeah. they used. But it's sort of, that's an entry point really like to carry. There's a there's a hell of a lot more to it. Um and what I did was I actually did the Kerry Camino last year, which is Camino Ways is an Irish travel company in Dublin. They do walks all over the world. Obviously the Camino in Spain, the Santiago, uh, they do one in Italy, and they now do one in Ireland as well, where you get to walk along the Dingo Peninsula. And taking in all the various stops, taking Tralee, Dingle, Inch Beach. It's oh, an amazing walk. It. Uh, the, the views are stunning. They're really, really incredible. That would be, Skellig Michael is what Star Wars focused on, but that's my top tip for Kerry. I think that's what people should do. Do you know what? The um, Dingle Peninsula, all around there, for, I went for holiday on holidays there, I think, for something like six years in a row. And Inch Beach, oh, stunning, amazing. stunning. It would yeah. take a lot. So, because of course, that's where that is where Ryan's daughter in that whole area, you had Slayhead, exactly. and then uh, Dingle Peninsula. So it was all around there that it was yeah. filmed. So Tom Crean is from there as well Tom actually Green. yeah yeah his bar Anim- is there Animo oh the name has gone out of my head what town he's from I don't think it was Animo it um, was it's because the pub is still oh, there Tom Green's pub that's right you can go in yeah and they've it's got only all these the artifacts that he had yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it, and there's obviously Tom Green Lager skull, now as well so you can go and drink that there Anaskol that's yeah, the one well remembered well remembered <laughs> so the next one sorry we did get to Condé Nast we did, yeah. Condé Nast, uh, like National Geographic, I suppose, another major leader in sort of travel content. They do a sort of best hotels in the world um, uh, roundup, and Ireland won this year, which is obviously amazing. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. The place that won is a place called uh, Ballyfin Domain. Uh, it's in County Leash, and there was actually two others on or, the list as or well. Or Domesny, like, as I heard someone saying. Domesny, yeah, Domesny, <laughs> if you want to pronounce every letter in that word. Um, yeah, so they were number one. It was actually where Kim and Kanye stayed yeah. on this year, so that probably boosted the profile a little I mean, bit, you know. But listen, isn't it great to see that ha- happening? Park for a second, whatever you think of Kim and Kanye, and God help them, they've had a tough year, but they have, yeah. um, as a punter looking in. But we knew at the time, we were all following that story big time, checking 
in with hotels and, and doing, uh, ringing around to see where they were, getting updates for T.E. And I think we knew at the time that it was going to be a very important move, travel-wise. And then here comes the Condé Nast news. There's two more on the list as well, though, in the top ten. The two other ones are Waterford Castle, which was at number seven, and then the Lodge at Ashford Castle in Mayo, which was nine. So, you know... Irish hotels are great. They always have been and they're sort of proving on a world scale now as well. And you know what? I don't know if it fit into my family budget but I have never been to any of either, any of them. And my, yes. uh, I think Waterford Castle is a, yes, is a great... Um, they're all stunning locations but I was going to say I have a friend eyeing up destinations and I th- for a wedding and I think that's the one that she's getting down to visit. Her it name wouldn't be too is, shabby in fairness. <laughs> her name if Waterford Castle wants to help her or indeed the Lodge at Ashford or uh, also of course Ballyfin. No, when you mess <laughs> but listen, um, the other thing, and a slightly more serious note, and it's a worrying note, you would you would think too, is what is the effect of Brexit? Has it been for 2016, the talk of it, the vote of it, the voting, and then next year um, ahead of it actually coming into play? And also the exchange rate, and then news coming out too recently that it, English tourists, whilst there are a huge number of them coming over here, I think they account for, is it 23% of the tourist spend in the country? Could have that stat um, slightly off, but Sounds I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a funny one because, I mean, obviously Brexit is being talked about ad nauseum, but we don't really know the effects. It's too early to tell. Okay. It's only just happened. Uh, or the vote anyway. Yeah, yeah, the vote. Sorry, the vote has just happened. Obviously, Brexit itself hasn't occurred yet. It's predicted it's going to be negative uh, on Irish tourism, essentially, mm. because obviously the sterling is weaker already. It'll probably go weaker again. And therefore, it's it's less appealing for, for British tourists to come on holiday in Ireland. That's the idea on the surface. I don't know. I'm not sure if I agree with it too much, to be honest, in principle. Obviously, it's the same for any British uh, tourist travelling to any other EU country in the Eurozone. So will we be affected by it? Probably. Will we still have that knock-on effect that it's the closest destination to the UK? There's a lot of cultural connections to the two countries. There's a lot of family connections as well. I think so. I think we will. Okay. So there'll be a drop-off. But Fulcher Ireland are, are keeping tabs on it. Okay. They're very much on it. And they're sort of... Um, keeping an eye on how they can sort of alleviate that issue like and try and make it still a, a destination I suppose the British tourists want to visit so it's sort of one that's ongoing we'll probably revisit that in 2017 and talk about it again Absolutely and I wonder will it result in um, Irish visitors going over maybe perhaps in a little bit more than they have in the past? I think so. I think it will. I mean, we always go there anyway, don't we? You know, it's a great place to go. London, London's probably my favorite big city in the world. You London, know, and I think baby. you're going to. And London's always expensive, you know. So, but this is going to make it a bit cheaper for us, actually. Yeah. So it's a bonus for us. Yeah. So I think it could be good for their tourism industry as well. That's yeah. the other thing. Obviously, Britain, it, it is kind of expensive for a lot of tourists. The sterling is going to be weaker. People are going to get more more pound for their book in this case. So it it won't affect Ireland in, in that sense, but it could help the British tourism okay. industry, which is going to be interesting. Mm, okay, but. Closer to home and and really keen, obviously, to 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 look at promoting Ireland naturally. Um, keep keep our our money at home and oh, also, yeah. you know, hidden gems for twenty seventeen. Again, that won't break the bank. So, Tig, we've got three that you've really really picked out for us. So, do you want to kick off? Yeah, one. sure. Well, I mean. You know, as we've said a couple of times already, I mean, it's an amazing country. Uh, you know, I can't say enough. Uh, you know, you, in your lead-in, you, you were saying I've been to over 40 countries, which is true. I'm thinking I'm coming up to about 50, but Ireland is still one of the best places to go. And I'm obviously a bit biased. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a dog, like, you know what I mean? It'd be much better if you were saying this with an accent going... I was about to do a dodgy yeah, French of, accent yeah. or something. Well, but well yes. In, in fact, Ireland is one of the best <laughs> countries to visit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not of that that uh, that that uh, land landed class, a gentry class. But uh, I still love the place. I yeah. still love the place, and I always recommend it to like I have friends from all over the world, and 
I have a lot of, you know, non-Irish friends here, you know, from around the world, and they always remark to me how beautiful the what country is. What do they say we, about the weather? I was talking to um, another journalist, um, Martina, who was working with us for a little while, and she was really pleasantly surprised. She had dreaded coming here, leaving warm Italy behind her. She expected to come over and would be wearing galoshes from head to toe. Yeah. Uh, galoshes and then also uh, rain gear from head to toe. So she was really surprised and her family came over to visit and thought, what? This is not the Ireland we've heard about. It's a bit of a misconception, isn't it? They say Manchester rains more than Dublin anyway, you know. So listen, let's not be totally dishonest. It does rain a lot, <laughs> but it's not every day. I th- the, perf- the perfect six months to come really are sort of that window between May and October. Yeah. I think they're the best six yeah. months. So like from... From November till about April, it's it is cold and it rains a lot. It's dark. You get shorter days. Haven't said that. I have that. to be honest, but I still love it. But I still love it. And you get the whole wintry buzz as well, obviously yeah. in that time. And Christmas is a great time to come to Ireland. Yeah. You know, particularly you know the cities, Dublin, Cork, Galway. You know, there's great crack around the place. A lot of Irish people are home for that period of time. So there's that kind of extra bit of banter True. going on. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. There go you go. Tight. Yeah. So the so, winter's good too. Number one on your hidden gems of 2017 for people to start googling and looking up now, sure. families, and get organised. Sure. Well, I kind of am a little bit low to share these because I, I actually spent a week driving around Ireland myself this year just to try and find these kind of places. So I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to give them away, but I'm going to give them away. So the first tip I have is a place called Clugger Cove. It's in Wicklow. It's an amazing place. Um, and it, it usually gets overlooked. I don't know why. Obviously, from that whole stretch, you know, right down from Bray down to down to Wexford and the sunny southeast, there's loads of different beaches which are like everyone goes Love to. Them. Nobody really goes to Clogger. Nobody goes to them. I don't know why. Uh, it's in a bit of an adventure even getting there. It's just south of Arklow, basically. So when you get past Arklow town, you kind of head off the main road and you go on all these, you know, tiny little, you know, windy roads with massive hedgerows around it, like to get to Clogger, which I love. You know, it's kind of you're on an adventure at home in Ireland, like an hour from Dublin or whatever. And then so you pull in um, and the the cove is actually built sort of onto a, a cliff face. There's a there's a campsite and a caravan place there if you want to stay there. And then you sort of walk down these uh, steps, basically building the pre- precipice, and you have this beautiful long stretch of, wow. of beach how long? kilometers. I don't know exactly because how long. I, I, yeah. I, I love the the Mars Castle strands um, near Kilmuckridge and the uh, Kirklows because the yeah. big long sandy beaches. You could be yeah. anywhere in the world on totally. a good day. Oh, it's beautiful. It really is really beautiful. The the one weird thing I suppose, and it's sort of a, a, a disclaimer about going down there to extra Wicklow is it is windy. It's sort of like it's sort of like our, I suppose Chicago is a windy city in the states. It, we, it's our windy. Windy counties, like you know, and um, but the the beautiful thing about Clugger is compared to other beaches along that coast is it's lined with these rocks and basically they sort of stretch out and then there's a bit of a, a sort of alcove in between and they're perfect. You can actually shelter in there from the mm-hmm. wind there. So if it's sunny and the wind is blowing in, you can sort of just sit in there and you nice. can like look out over the sea and have a dip. Like it's perfect. Pretend you're in foot the Ventura. See, see. So it's great. It's it's a really nice spot. And as you said. If you want to stay there and you're into the tent life, you can, you know, you know, camp there and like cook your Denny sausages or whatever. And it's grand. It's good crack. If you prefer having, you know, a bit of mortar above you, like Arklow Town is nice. Arklow Town sort of ties into this as a hidden gem. Like nobody really goes to Arklow. Yeah, Arklow's great. I don't know. I'm going to get people to go to Arklow. Because Gory, yeah. I love. I love Gory. It's nice a too, buzzing yeah. town. Great atmosphere. Lovely shops. I'd be prone to now a bit of shopping. There's loads <laughs> on offer there for, from kids stuff right through. And also, and again, very practical, hardware stuff. It's really good. It there has go. all the shops. Gory, hardware capital of the sunny it has, the, it has little. It has Aldi. It has Tesco. It has Duns. It has every... I know. I 
I sound yeah. like the tourist board for Gory. <laughs> but it has really good coffee shops. I love that bookshop cafe. I love um, Kate's and it has a sister um, restaurant as well. And I just think it is a really cool town. So yeah. Arklow in comparison, what, what does it okay, offer? Okay, so well, that, there's Arklow, the Gory plug. Arklow is, it's a small little place. Like, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a tiny town. Like this, this it has plenty a shopping centre. It has a shopping centre and has a main street. Like, you know, the, the traditional sort of linear settlement, you know, in Ireland. Like it has that and it's sort of expanded beyond that. What I like about it is the fact that I'm, I'm, this probably change after doing this and everyone's listening to it, but people don't really go there. So it's a little bit off the beaten track. But there's also a really cool place to stay there. Uh, it's called the Arklow Bridge Hotel. It's on the bridge, obviously, in Arklow, uh, which is self-explanatory <laughs> enough. The reason I like it is it's it's not the Ritz. Um, and I've stayed in all these, you know, five-star and four-star hotels. I go, you know, for work to, to whatever these destinations. Not always my favourite places to stay. Can sometimes be a little bit soulless. Yes. Don't have any personality. Bit the stuffy. Ar- yeah, a bit stuffy, like, do you know what I mean? And, and just no character, them, you know? Some of them are, are amazing hotels. And there's no, you can't open the windows. Well, there you go. Drives me mental. There you go, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's those little things, you know? Mm. And the Arklow Bridge, anyway, is it's it's sort of the opposite of that. It's been there for a long time. Uh, multiple generations. It's like, it's it's not in the best of Nick, let's say, which I like. It's kind of got a bit of character. Is it shabby uh, chic or just shabby? That, you could say shabby. No, shabby chic, definitely. Not just shabby, not just shabby. <laughs> and the rooms sort of have like a really sort of like an old school feel to them. You know, it's kind nice. of like they've been there. They haven't like completely updated them, taken away all the character. That includes all the bedding and everything and all the furniture. It's great. And it's in obviously a very old building as well. So the, the floors creak when you're going up it and they have little trinkets on every on every landing. Like it's really, really cool. And the bar in there is great as well. The reason the bar in there is great, again, it's really old school. It's all kind of a nice oak paneling, you know, everywhere, loads of mirrors. And there's a, it's just sort of one of those places in Arklow where a lot of people just come in, locals, just to have a drink in the evenings and catch up and chat and stuff. And that is very unique. That's something that's great about that Ireland. That is nice. You get to brilliant. meet all the locals. Yeah, You do. You get to chat to the locals and say, um, where, wherever you're from, I'm over here from the States or, you know, you know, Canada, I've come over from France. In my case, I've come down from Dublin and you kind of talk a little bit about the town. Yeah. They give you a few little tips, all that kind of oh, stuff. Nice. Like, it's really nice sort of community little vibe that in there, It is you know? rare to have a, a hotel where the locals love the bar, you know? Exactly, yeah. Because um, I always think that whenever you go to a hotel, whether it's at home or abroad, get out normally if you want to meet locals. So there you just stay in. Yeah, um, handy, especially if you've got, if you have kids with you and um, you don't want to travel too far in general from the hotel when it comes to tea time and cranky time and bedtime Um, so you've got the beach and then you've got tent life as you said and then you've got hotel number two Number two is... Oh, just to, to summarise. So that these are yeah. our hidden gems of 2017. Tig's secrets that he's given us and sharing. So I Clo- don't want to share them, but I have to. I have to. <laughs> Clogger Cove and Wicklow and also um, into Arklow Town. And number two. So number two is in a county. Wicklow gets a lot of love. You know, people kind of, you know, view it as kind of one of the best places to go. That's known. Clogger's a, a, a hidden gem in a well-known county. A county that doesn't have that sort of mass appeal is Louth. Yes. Um, and I love Louth. I really, really like Louth. Um, again, I kind of always like these off the beaten track things. It's like, I suppose I am a travel journalist. That's my job to go and find them. But it's it's one of those ones that just doesn't get, uh, you, you know, the tourism that it should, the footfall that it does. Obviously, it's between Dublin and Belfast. So people sort of use it as a driving county in a way. Like, you know, they just nip through and it's like, right, we're in Louth way more to it than that like it's actually really beautiful it's very rural you know you've got like a lot of uh, low-lying fields and um, some lovely little towns dotted through it obviously Dundalk and Drogheda are there uh, and they're nice in their own right but there's one specific little town uh, which I love uh, it's called Anagassan. 
Anagassan. Anagassan, yeah, and it's a lovely name. It's situated right where the River Glide enters the Irish Sea, and it was originally a Viking settlement called uh, Lindukal. Yeah, so during Viking times, Lindukal. Uh, Lindukal. Nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Lindukal. Um, before it became Anagassan, obviously, and then in those early Viking times. Uh, it was it was actually a really big settlement for the Vikings. It was as important to them as Dublin. Wow. Yeah. So it was, and it has all that history there. There's a lot, you know, people able to tell you about it. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Dublin, they decided to make their main town, obviously, and and, and uh, Lindukal as it was. The time faded away, but that's the beauty of it. Actually, that's 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 why it's nice. If it was another big city, obviously, it wouldn't be this special little small place you can go to. What's nice about it is, as I said, the opposite thing sort of happened to it. For I'll give you an example about why actually that's really cool. I was in Greece there. Um, uh, on a trip uh, for Travel Extra, actually, and I visited a place called Nafplio, which is on the mainland of the Medo- Peloponnese, which is just south of Athens. And like this p- part of Ireland, Leo, that's a place nobody really goes. Everyone goes to, you know, the islands, they go to Thessaloniki, nobody visits Nafplio. Similarly to Linduco, which was this obviously big settlement in Viking times. The, the would be capital of Ireland. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, you actually just preempted what I was going to say oh, there. No. That was the capital. That was the capital of Greece. And they decided to shift it up the road to Athens, which, like, a lot of people might say, oh, that was terrible for Nathalie. They missed out and all that. But I was having dinner in a little uh, taverna one night, and I started talking to the owner. You know, he'd been there all his life. And I was talking about this history. He said, yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened to Nathalie because we have this beautiful beach and we have a small little town that's completely unspoiled. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's such a great way to look at it, yes. you know? You know, the, so, these and, things and happen for a reason, so essentially. So what does Lynn Ducal? Lynn Ducal. Lynn Ducal. Or how do you pronounce it? Ana- Lynn Ducal. Well, it's called Anagassan now. Anagassan. It's called Anagassan now. So, so what does Anagassan offer? It offers, uh, it offers a very nice little quaint little holiday, basically. So you've got like a small road with almost nothing on it, basically. That's the down. Like it's, it's very small. When you go after this, you'll see there's a small B&B, just the one, uh, which is also called Lynn Ducal after the settlement. Nice. It's just got a f- couple of rooms upstairs and then it's got a r- small little bar at the front which has loads of little craft beers, some from around the area, some from spread out over Ireland. And probably the, the, the defining piece of the hotel is that they have these floor to wheeling, uh, floor to <laughs> <laughs> ceiling windows. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking right out over uh, uh, Dundalk Bay, Lovely. having your dinner there. Beautiful room. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really, God, really Jack, nice. You're yeah. really se- sharing your secrets with us. I know. You? This is probably my favourite, actually, to be honest with you so yeah, yeah. I'm so people glad I have these notes <laughs> other people you actually know all jokes said we're going to put this up on travel so rt.ie forward slash travel listen I know we're running out of time and I want to get to you're listening to the lifestyle show on RT Radio 1 Extra with me Tara Lockery Grant I'm here with RT travel journalist Tyg Pivoy and we're talking about why Ireland rock travel in 2016 and then the reasons to get booking and what to book for 2017 really handy for families these are offers and ideas um, and locations that will not break the bank so when you're trying to think about your holidays these are ones to think about for the new year finally number three of your hidden gems number three is it's sort of a i'm compiling a few things in it's me uh, is the is the wider thing i'm looking at it's 40 minutes in dublin it's again it's one of my favorite counties and it's another one of those uh counties like loud where it's sort of overlooked the ancient Near east has brought a lot of attention to it because of newbridge obviously and uh, um, new grange sorry mm-hmm. Uh, and the Hill of Tara as well, which is the seat of the High Kings, you're, you're, you know, the namesake for <laughs> yeah. yourself, Tara, uh, which are great. There's a really good uh, visitor centre in both. You know, you can kind of incorporate all that history that that, that comes with uh, with with uh, Meath, which is obviously the fifth province of Ireland, uh, and they're great. And like, I recommend everyone to go and see them. And people have probably seen them already. But there's more to Meath. That's the beautiful thing about Meath. There's lots of little bits and pieces. Um, 
that people don't see. The mom's, my mum's side of my family was from there, so I uh, used to go down there. It's a family farm when I was a kid, and I sort of grew up there, you know, sort of seeing all these, like, various different bits and bobs. And one place, right beside where, where the farm was, is a place called Bechtav Abbey. Uh, it's a Cistercian Abbey that was founded in the 12th century. It's just built along the, the banks of the River Boyne there. They're really well preserved. The OPW bought them in 2012 okay. and they've sort of, you know, made sure that now they're going to be protected. They've got a little car park. They've kind of put up signs, you know, and it's it's really well maintained. It's, it's That's gorgeous. good to hear. Ah, yeah, it's important. Mm. Like, sure, we've got to be protecting that heritage. Yeah, you know, big, no, big time. Because there's nothing yeah. worse, though, as I said earlier, than things not being used to their best, getting totally, the most out totally. of them. Totally, mm-hmm. The beauty of it now, though, is if you go, like, it's still, you know, in the development stage of promoting it and all that, that, that kind of stuff, that kind of jazz. So you're going to get it to yourself as well. Like, so it's a bit like down. Cuba, go now. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if Castro made it to Effective Abbey. Maybe he did at some point. Um, Let's not even open that whole can of worms. <laughs> yeah, moving simply on. <laughs> yeah. Tyke, so glad you shared all your best secrets with us. Yeah, they're gone, they're gone. We're going to have this article up on rte.a forward slash travel. Tyke, thank you so much for coming in. I'm absolutely chuffed now. At least I know which direction to start looking at for my holidays for next year at home. Well, there you go. North, south, east and west, you've got it covered. I mean, it was a great year for Irish tourism in 2016. There was a lot of success there. But there's also going to be plenty of options for 2017 for Irish families uh, to visit, you know, some off-the-beaten-track destinations that won't break the bank. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Tyg Pivoy, RTE travel journalist. And you're going to have the article connected to this up on rte.a forward slash travel. And you can check out as well all of our lifestyle content there as well, rte.a forward slash lifestyle. And also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'd love to have you. Come and see us. I'm Tara Lockery Grant. Thanks a million for listening and we'll be back with you next week. The Lifestyle Show with Tara Lockery Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra.